I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, John Denman. John Denman. All right, everybody, welcome to this week's episode of Drink of Ages Radio Show here on ESPN 97.5. He's Tom Painter. I'm John Denman. DJ Muskratch sitting right beside me on the ones and twos and threes and fours. There's a lot, a lot more knobs going on over there, Kevin. Yeah, Tom. What's going on over there? Oh, uh, you know, just uh, recovering from Christmas. <laughs> Man, it seems so weird, though, right? Uh I mean, it seemed like Christmas was actually so long ago. And the the whole year, like, leading up to Christmas, it was like, oh, man, it's like three weeks away. Ah, oh, it's forever. And even, like, the, the whole week of Christmas, it was like, oh, man, it's the week of Christmas. It seemed like it took forever for Christmas to get here. And all of a sudden it blows by. I was like, now i got to take everything down. i got to clean up my house. It's going to look barren once again. And, it's, it's, and after that, I was like, what do you have to look forward to? Beer. This year was the first time I had a Christmas tree at my house. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Man. Well, let's introduce where we are, Tom. Yeah. Because we are hanging out here at Under the Radar Brewery. And if you're not familiar with them, man, where geographically in Houston are we? We're kind of on the south, pretty much south, south, east side a little bit. Not quite. Um, Southeast side of Midtown, kind of heading towards southeast the Southeast side of districts. Midtown. Yeah. yeah so... West of 288, south of downtown. Downtown-ish brewery. In that little corridor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know, it's real easy for me to get here. Museum District, right? Ish. Yeah, close enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah close We're enough. Museum District adjacent, I think, is <laughs> yeah. the best way to put that. Yep. So our guests, we have Paul Smyers, Jaime Hernandez, and Ryan Morton. Hello. Paul, hang Yo. out. Everyone, everyone does different things here. Uh, you guys can tell, you know. Exactly, like your fundamentals and what's on your business cards, but uh, but no, man, thanks for having us out. Uh, we came out here, came out here for a chicken wing eating contest, mm-hmm. and which they were delicious, Jaime. Just yeah. to let you know. Yeah. yeah, I made all the sauces, uh, paired them up with our beers. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It it was good, other than the fact that you know, I mean, I'm not a fast eater, but I can eat fast, and I thought it was like, man, four beers. Eight chicken wings. I have a pretty good shot at this. Yeah, just, just I can tear through some chicken wings. And the guy who won, he finished in a minute and forty seconds. Yeah, he, he was sitting right beside me, and I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm like, I'm feeling pretty good, and I look over, and I'm like, man, that's I should just stop. But they tasted so good, I just kept eating, and then I started going through the beers. I'm like, ah, washed them down nicely. And he goes, that's that was your mistake. You looked over at the competition. I'm like, it, it, even if I didn't look over, you still would have beat me. I, mean, I, was like, I don't understand. I, I think in an existential way you won because you actually enjoyed yourself. Like, I, did, I didn't yes. taste anything. You know what I mean? Well, you got third place, right? Third place. Yeah. Third place. When was this? When was Two weeks like, ago? Yeah, a couple weeks ago. Two, two weeks two, ago. Two yeah. Wednesdays ago, yeah. Oh, wow. Yep. So, yeah. They, were, they, were, they were really nicely cooked chicken wings. Yeah, and the sauces were really, really good. But we started throwing, like, ghost peppers and weird things. And I was like, 
all right, man, I'll do it. But, man, if you're going to, like, make some hot sauces that are just going to kill me, then yeah. <laughs> at least let me know so I can prepare for that. <laughs> He's like, oh, they're not that bad. Yeah. I was like, man, I know people say that, too, all the time. But they but weren't, right? I trust him. I trust him. He's a buddy. And no, they actually it was really good. Even the ghost pepper one, I was like, man, I could, I could eat, I could eat yeah. those wings. It was a ghost pepper, uh, raspberry ghost pepper sauce. We paired it with the raspberry heft that we have. Yeah, and I got here, I was pretty hungry, so that's why I was like, I'm gonna win this thing. I'm looking at the competition around me. I'm like, ah, man, I can get these guys to be. But if you ever just the guy, I ain't know how he did it. It was almost like. You see the cartoons where they, they grab a steak and they just put it in their mouth and they pull out a bone? That's pretty much what he did. Yeah. And I was impressed in a lot of ways. <laughs> yeah, I even bought a trophy for the winner. It was pretty cool. It was, <laughs> it was a, it was a giant. Yeah. Uh, oh, man, it, that's not what we called it that night. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> we're on the radio cock, now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a big trophy <laughs> and i mean what were the uh, the beers and the uh, the the sauce pairings oh yeah so it's a ghost pepper raspberry with, uh pairing with the raspberry hef this is a mango habanero paired with the mango ipa that we, we have the game hops um it was the marzen with the buffalo and uh, avocado serrano with uh mid-frequency ipa that we have so nice i'm you know, going through this challenge, I was looking at it. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to burn through these chicken wings. And I'm going to chug all the beers. Yeah. <laughs> Might not have been what they plan on happening. Like, oh, you eat a couple wings. Like, these wings are made to go with this beer. And so, you know, I was like, man, maybe I should eat two wings, chug a beer. Eat two wings, chug a beer. I was like, you know what? I'm going to eat all these wings real quick, and then I'm going to chug all the beers. And that, that was my mistake because... Yeah, apparently you needed to wash down the two wings with the beer. I don't know. Next yeah. eating contest, I probably won't you, be involved in, but rethink <laughs> your strategy at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah biggest strategy. Yeah, I've seen you chuck beers, so that, that was no nothing, no problem for you. That, that part, that part's pretty good. Put me on a relay with people. Yeah, yeah I, I do all right. So under the radar, uh, you guys been what? Is it six, seven years? Like what's the? I think we just turned six. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, 16, I think, is what we uh, are. We officially all kind of looked around and were like, yeah, sure, we opened at 16. So I, I think uh, <laughs> it, it was kind of ill-defined there for a little while, right at the very beginning. Um, uh, we just had to kind of that would have the tap room open on weekends, you know. Like, ah, sh- we're kind of open. We did. Uh, Ryan, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we had like six or seven months of soft openings, you know, quotation fingers, uh, and then you know we'd, we'd do a weekend kind of recover for the entire, you know, spend a week recovering, and then do another soft open a week later. Um, but I think in 16, we were actually officially, like, doors were open and we were, you know, um, it, 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 going at it in earnest, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a good run. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So far. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so what's the scale of your guys' operation? You guys got the tap room here. Mm-hmm. Like, what's, uh, like, what, where do you guys, like, you guys distro, right? Yeah. We're, we're self-distributed at the moment. Yeah. Um, so we're uh, we're, yeah, we're all around Houston. Um, primarily, we, we've kind of stopped distributing at the moment. Uh, you know, kind of north of us. Um, so we're not really like you don't see us a whole lot right now in Sprague and Conroe and you know Woodlands yeah. areas. But um, definitely have a strong presence in like Galveston, uh, Kima, uh, Dickinson, Alvin you know, area, uh, Sugarland, um, and then uh, uh, Interloop and, and you know and then Garden Oaks, Oak, Oak Forest areas certainly. 
Yeah, you guys have a pretty unique tap handle. It's just like it's like yeah, it's under the radar. Yeah, <laughs> easy to spot, which which is actually it's a good ironic. Thing. It's yeah. a good thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we get kind that. We get, we get it all the time. I'm sure we've talked about it before. People coming in here and be like, "You guys really are under the radar. I never heard of you guys." And it's like yeah. every day. <laughs> yeah, it's a blessing and a curse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, we want to, yeah, under the radar. That's great, but you know, it'd be better be over the radar <laughs> or on the radar. Yeah, change all your artwork. That's too much. That costs way more money. <laughs> new branding, new branding. Yeah, uh, I don't know. The first beer that I had was a Pilsner. Uh, oh gosh, it's our uh, Montrose Truck Pilsner. Nope, that's what I have right now. That's oh, okay. what I just gotcha. finished. The one before this was the one with um, fruit, the fruited one. Uh, oh, the passion oh, the fruit. Passion yeah. fruit. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Yeah, it was really good, and so was this one as well. Now, I mean, I'm sitting here with an empty glass and should have thought about this before <laughs> you started the show. That. But, well, only four or five minutes. It's like once again a break. We're, we're making a run for those beers. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it'll be a quick run. It'll be a slalom. But, uh, no, I mean, really good, really good. And that, that's one of the things that uh, the, the four beers that I chugged, you know, um, for the thing, I'm like, man, all these beers are Solid man. Wait a you chugged four beers tonight before we started. Well, that was a difference. Not not. It wasn't under the radar <laughs> beers. That was before we got here, Tom. You were with me. <laughs> we also ate fried chicken, if you remember. Yeah, yeah it's like, it's, like, 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 like it's all it's all coming back to hey, me. Yeah, I mean, it's it's been a fun evening just to get over here because yeah, it started off at Gus's fried chicken. Yeah, nice. can't really go wrong and with then that. About three minutes away from that is we saw by holler for a minute. Holler, and then about nine minutes away from that is here. Like yeah. so many, but like everything is like I, right here. But I almost made like a, a like a stop. that's only like four minutes away. It's true anomaly. It was I was like, well, could have you could easily could have easily was like a little beer trail. on this area. Yeah, I think I was looking at it like the the beeline cycles. You know, you get them for thirty minutes at a time. You can actually go from like make a pretty good run from. You know, Holler, Urban South, you know, like wherever the closest, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, beeline uh, 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 bay docking bases yeah. to over here to, you know, like solid afternoon. It's like it actually everything is about 15 minutes from each other, you know, so you can it's it's an easy ride. You can, you can totally pull it off a nice little beer run. Yeah. Yeah. This area in general is just like it's just nice to have a brewery like every like you're like, uh, let's, let, let's go five minutes down the road. Yeah, let's go five minutes. Down. You, you know, you could do do that for an entire day. It's great. I mean, for for the longest time, the only thing over here was Axelrad and you guys. Mm-hmm. Right. That was, I mean, but it's great little convenient location to each other. But it's like, oh man, let's go by Axelrad. Hey, let's go by Under the Radar. Yeah. And then now, you know, it's like I said, things are like popping up here, popping up there. Mm-hmm. How are you guys' weekends like here? Uh, really good. Um, our Saturday and Sunday afternoons, our Friday, you know, happy hours and evenings are very solid. Um, the weekends are great, uh, you know, very, uh, it's dogs and kids, you know, so it's very family friendly. And, and again, people biking, people hi- out hiking, we're, we're right, along, uh, right along a major bike trail um, oh. uh, through Midtown that meets up with several different, um, uh, like, uh, trailheads. Um, so it's, uh, 
Uh, it's really good, and, and uh, also having the uh, Ion Center close to us is. I think there's a lot of traffic going through there, and people are still coming over here to check us out as well. So the Ion um, Center was that like a startup like center, like it's the new um, co-working uh, space. Or? It's a, it's a new like work in, in bar and restaurant uh, um, community okay. space uh, right over oh, where, the, where uh, the Fiesta used to be uh, across the street where the Sears, the Sears. Where the Sears oh, building yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, you know, so Baylison's uh, opened the, like their their bar Second Draft is over there. Yeah. Um, and there's a couple of other restaurants. There's a coffee concept over that's there. That's where um, we were talking about that. That's too. already open. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's open the second bill. Yeah, yeah. Uh, running. Man, I bought so many appliances from that Sears. <laughs> 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 Honestly, because uh, you know we lived down in Pearland, so it was really easy. That was where you went to go buy your appliances, and now I get to go drink. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I used to office in the museum district, but. On Carolina Street, and now it's like this area is just, it's just pop, like it's blowing up. Like, yeah. It's like all these houses, and just like it's just like kind of. How are your neighbors? Are they? Uh, <laughs> we've we've got one that's problematic, but everybody else is great. There's not naming names. All, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's always not, not, one. Not actively pointing in a direction, but uh, yeah, yeah, we're staring right now. <laughs> Look out your window. Yeah, but but for the most part, it's, it's like our neighborhoods are or the neighborhoods great, and uh, we're very happy. We're if you haven't been here before, we're, we're smack dab in the middle of a residential area, so it's, um, you know, that can go one of both ways. You have grouchy neighbors, or uh, or you have neighbors that are that are very cool. Were you and here before the said neighbor, or after? We were after. Okay. Uh, so cause sometimes, you know, sometimes that one neighbor moves in like after, and it's like, it's like, well, you knew this place was here when you moved you in. You moved in next it's door like... to a music venue, and you're complaining about sound. Yeah. <laughs> Not looking at you, downtown Austin. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I, no. Even till this day, it's like you get calls, you know, cops showing up, and they just want to come and check it out, say hi, and then they leave. Yeah. Uh, they, hey, it's, hey. it's an obligatory stop because they got I'm not calls, saying that yeah. you leave a six-pack, you know, outside the gate yeah. for them or anything, but... Um, it's on the table if they want right. to. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, so, and if it's always the same neighbor, like, they're always like, ugh, Karen. You know, or like, you know, they have that person's name, and they know it down, and, and right. you know it too, right? It's like, yeah, yeah. we, we got to complain. It's like, of course. Well, I mean, it, it, it's, again, you know, it's, this isn't a bar. I mean, it's a tap room with a, with a badass little outdoor area and everything else going on, you know, where you want to come sit outside and bring your dog and hang out and drink beers. But it's not it's not a bar, right? So it's like the noise levels change whenever liquor gets involved yeah. a lot of times. Yeah. And so, I mean, I don't, I don't know, man. It's I'm like, yeah, breweries don't say open until like two or whatever. And they don't like, say open. You guys close at 9 o'clock. Yeah, <laughs> 9, 10, usually. 9, 10 o'clock. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I, I usually walk over to Axelrod after work and grab a shot because we don't have liquor here. <laughs> right. I mean, don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah. Axelrod, Axelrod being uh, the first time I went over there, whenever I, whenever Axelrod opened up, they had all these articles like, oh, outdoor patio bar, open up, hammocks, swings, da 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 And I'm sitting there going, man, did they not know it actually gets 118 degrees in Houston? <laughs> you know, it's like, like nine months of the year, you know, it's hot. It's not an outdoor bar. Then I go there and in like May and it's 90 degrees outside or whatever. And People are still out. It's packed. Yeah. I, I have a fr- I have a you friend. go there in August, it's packed. My friend's one of the owners there and he uh, was doing his whole shtick. He's like, oh, we just invested in this and yada, yada, yada. And I was like, you just invested in a large space with hammocks? You are so <laughs> dumb. You are dumb, 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 dumb. Kind of like three T-A-B-C months later. we will never let that. Oh, wait. It's like, no. th- it's like, but it's like, just like you. It's like a few months later, I'm just staying outside and it's like a sea of people. 
I was like, I'm dumb, yeah. stupid, I don't yeah, know what I'm, I'm talking about. I'm wrong, you're right, you're good looking, I'm not. What's the thing of like, uh, you know, like anytime you, you mention like, oh, I'm going to open something over here or whatever, you know, everybody's like, well, there's no parking and it's too hot outside if you're opening a patio concept. And it's like, well, there's no parking anywhere in Houston yeah. and it's hot everywhere in Houston and, and almost everything is a patio concept. So I think... <laughs> you know, like the the proof has been shown, or it's been shown that Houstonians don't care. Like, we'll brave the heat and we'll we'll walk to get to the bar, you know, or Uber or whatever. You well, know? I mean, and, even yeah. in, like when Moon Tower opened up, remember that one? Right. Oh, yeah. uh, I mean, the first time I went over to Moon Tower, I walk up, I'm like, man, this place is great. It's hot, you know. But there's mm-hmm. people with their business jackets sitting on the chair, their tie over their shoulder, and they're over there eating hot dogs in June. I love their food. The food is great there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, Even I guess it's worth wait for sweating a little bit, but <laughs> yeah. But that place, that place. I mean, they had built a new thing with fans and stuff, and yeah, yeah more comfortable. Were, but yeah. when they first opened up, man, it was just you sit out there and sweat and ate hot dogs with the rest of the other 500 people in line. Yeah. And you and you kept looking around, going, "What a sucker!" Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. What you had took another. Already bite, got you know, mine. Another beer, you know. Yeah. They're waiting yeah. in line. Yeah. Sure, Paul loves to brew here, right? <laughs> Summertime. Know, yeah, yeah. So if you haven't been here, we uh, are well, we have no AC, no fan, no no uh, the fan up, up top. So it's uh, brewing about eight months out of the year is is terrible. We start as early as possible, and it's uh, it's muggy and hot even then, and. Uh, yeah, it's uh, I mean, it's kind of like, like being a bear, right? So during the winter, you like you gain weight <laughs> just just to lose it the rest of the time. Yeah, that, that's essentially right. I sweat it out. Although I do have fantastic skin because of <laughs> all the steam. Keep the and pores. All that. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. yeah that, that works well very well. Yeah. Index finger. All right, let's. Uh, Tom's Tom's giving me. The, I'm I'm at a beer sign. So uh, let's take a break, and we're gonna watch his dogs fight. And this is Dream of Ages. We'll be right back. Uh, Trevor Brown from Lone Pine Brewery coming at you from Magnolia, Texas, home of Yellow Rose IPA. We're new in cans. I don't know if you've seen. We're now in aluminum. Yellow Rose, General Resource Nitro, Jabberwocky, and Zenos. We'll be doing seasonals and Zythopal releases every quarter. So join us at our beer garden open seven days a week. We've got live music, food trucks. Kids and dogs are welcome as long as they're nice. Find us at LonePine.com on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks, everybody. Hey y'all, this is Andrew, the Mayor Mitchum, owner and brewer at Senate Avenue Brewing Company. Here's the top five reasons you should bring the whole family to come and see us. Number one, air conditioning. Number two, tasty cold craft beer brewed by yours truly. Number three, burgers, tacos, pizzas, and pretzels. Number four, brunch on Sundays. Number five, our cozy, breezy patio. Drop in any day of the week for lunch or dinner. We'll save a table for you. 
Deck of Beer Company off 494, just north of Kingwood is a brewery you should know about and stop by. 20 taps with rotating experimental beers and other excellent beers brewed true to style. Nice air-conditioned tap room for the whole family and a large patio with beer, wine, cider, soft drinks, plus food trucks on site. Also a great place to hold your next event. Tap room is open Wednesday through Sunday and look for Deck of Beer Company on tap around the Houston area and check them out online at deckabeer.com. That is D-E-C-A beer.com. They have something for everyone. Hey, good beer drinkers, this is John Denman from Drink of Ages Radio inviting you out to Spindle Tap Brewery. Less than 15 minutes north of downtown, Spindle Tap is making some of the best beers around. IPAs, double IPAs, lagers and stouts, definitely going to find your next favorite beer. Come out and be ready to play, though. Nine-hole championship putt-putt, basketball court, baseball and kickball field, disc golf, or just kick back in the air-conditioned tap room. Great food, excellent beers, and a badass time. Check out Spindle Tap Brewery, Spindle Tap, that's T-A-P, SpindleTap.com. Hi, it's Tom from No Label Brewing down in Katy, Texas. Come out and visit us seven days a week in historic Katy, right between the silos. If it's the weekend, it's live music, it's beer releases, it's food trucks, vendors, HJX markets, more. Can't make it on the weekend? Don't worry, we're open seven days a week. So coming out for bingo nights, trivia nights, run clubs, there's so much going on out here between the silos. So if you're looking for craft beer and a good time, come out to Katy, Texas, come out to No Label. Key T Wellness, our friends down in Dickinson, is where you need to go if you're feeling sluggish, non-energetic, and non-motivated, not just when you're hungover. Get to know your numbers. As we get a little older, our hormone levels change, men and women. Key T Wellness can help. Weight loss, hormone optimization, low testosterone, B12, Botox, and more. Stop in and tell them that you heard it on Drink of Ages and get a free B12 shot. KeyTWellness.com. Why not feel your best again? KeyTWellness.com. Radar Brewery, uh, yeah, and it's uh, it's a couple days after Christmas, and uh, you know uh, I think we should all toast to uh, kind of the recently uh, they just announced yesterday, uh, Backfish is man clo- definitely closing down the, after a seven year run. Pour one out for our homies, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a little bit, them. yeah. Cheers to those guys, Chris and even Brian back in the day, man. They uh, opened up something that. Apparently, Pearland did not want to have opened at all, like have a brewery down there, but they got one open, and uh, yeah, unfortunately. I am going to miss that um, tang sour they have. Man, I think it's so good. Yeah, uh, yeah it was. That well, was a weird one. I mean, it, it wasn't weird. It, it tastes like tang. <laughs> That's what it tasted like. So, yeah, but, just. You know, like on that note, like, so we just did a show recently at St. Arnold with a bunch of uh with a bunch of brewery owners from uh, from around the city, and we talked about this has been a pretty challenging year for craft beer. There's been a lot of changes. So, uh, like, how are you guys dealing with, like, just the current year? Or, like, have you guys been impacted at all? Or is it just business yeah. as usual? Or? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, yeah, it's, it, you know, it's, it's you know, we're, like, we, we feel it just the same as everybody else. Um, I do feel like, uh, you know, we 
we found a level of community uh, as the neighborhood around us has changed that we didn't necessarily have uh, kind of pre-pandemic. I think people are, you know, so I, I think we, we've actually seen a, an uptick a little bit in our in our tap room sales just because people are, are staying kind of local or found us for the first time that uh, didn't know that we were here or didn't bother to come check us out um, which is nice and again having being along the bike trail is, is really good or is very helpful um, but like you know but distribution is hard yeah, we can definitely see that you know bars and restaurants are, are struggling you know like it's, it's just like you know we, we had a lot of great partners go out of business or or sell and change management and stuff like that. So Keg, it's kegs don't turn over like uh, as quickly. Very cetera, much so. We don't. Or, or you, you see like half the taps are on, half the taps aren't. Exactly. Uh, very much. So. Yeah, definitely. That, that's that's been my the biggest experience is like what like oh this should be an easy sale. They've got four open taps and it's like well like that's not an accident. They're doing it you know intentionally and so um, you know kind of coming to that realization you know that the bars you know that spent all the money you know by doing putting in those tap panels and faucets and you know whatever in. Uh, are actively not utilizing the real estate because um, it's an it's an investment in their part. Um, so we've definitely seen that. Uh, um, so it's been a net positive for us. It, but but I really again because of kind of being in our, our neighborhood and kind of yeah. uh, embracing our, 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 our local community or you know. Right, more so. You're a family-friendly tap room. You got a lot of people move, like this. people embracing us. Would be yeah. a better way to put it. I mean, um, you, get, you guys seem to have come here at the right time because all these these new faces are coming in and right. They're um, gonna grow with you guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah hopefully. And, and like a lot of the neighbors that have moved in across the street in the you know last few months have have become family to us and, and that kind of thing, which is great. Um, yeah, I mean it, it's it's tough out there. You know, I, I totally I, I get it, man. I like it, the struggle is real. You know. <laughs> Like yeah yeah you can definitely see it on the distro side I know for us it's just like I mean that's where the real hustle is. Luckily, John and I were talking about this before we came. Like if you and it's like if you don't if you don't have a good tap that I means the future is the tap room or you know the present you know. Like if you don't have like a solid ta- oh, like tap room foundation. <laughs> like, we, t- we talked about a lot of things some before. <laughs> that's true, but, 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 but this is the only thing we can talk about. <laughs> yeah, the only thing is, that yeah. pertains to like this conversation. I mean, <laughs> we, we needs to be a whole another show that uh, I'm not going to get into it. But <laughs> this is about beer. This is about beer. <laughs> but yeah, Ryan. So how how things been, man? Like as, as the owner of this place. More more and more, going through COVID, I've really come to appreciate the size of our, our 10 barrel brew house size um, and I, I, when we were doing more distribution I was thinking man we could have we could use a larger brew house but now we're not doing as much distribution we're focusing on the tap room and more flavor more more variety and it's really nice um, somehow we got lucky I think in our original decisions on picking our location and the size of our beer garden and uh, really the the size of our batches um, to really help sort of Optimize. So. Yeah, because uh, when you first time I came out here, you know, I, I don't know. I guess there was a gate. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to remember correctly. <laughs> yeah. There wasn't a lot going on, but there was a building, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's what I remember. And the gate's and, still here. The, the, <laughs> the gate's there. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't. I don't know if I remember there being a gate. Wait, I guess there was. Well, it was open at the time. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> yeah. 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 Came in, and then uh, you guys had some putt putt golf out here for a little while that was yeah. actually it was fun man yeah. it was cool C- yeah. covid killed the putt putt <laughs> yeah and 
So you know, just it's like transition, transition, or what was the what was the word? Oh, pivot was the word pivot. there for a, a while. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Trying to figure out, you know, like, navigate through the COVIDs and the, that CBC last year, that all yeah. session called pivot, pivot. I, yeah, <laughs> I feel like if uh, if we were to like look at each other and talk about pivoting or transitioning, it would imply that we had a, a, like a, a strategy. <laughs> <laughs> but, Sometimes uh, the but, best strategy is yeah, no strategy. Yeah, right? but we're yeah we're just we're we're flying, you know. So it's uh, no, I think. I think pivot means uh, like like hey we're gonna turn the entire business operation strategy like around like in the next 22 minutes <laughs> right yeah, yeah. Like, that's what pivot means. i don't know that's why that's why i never put together a business plan because yeah i don't want to be wrong <laughs> so if well, you just go with the flow yeah i mean but one, one key thing is is really pacing how fast you pivot because we didn't know how what direction COVID was going to go for or how long etc you know and here we are still reading news about it, you know, just over in other parts of the world. There's a big still, struggle. Yeah. yeah, yeah. More so. variants, more <clears throat> more, more horror stories and, yeah. you know, fear well, tactics. You know, I mean, if it's not COVID per se, it's definitely supply chain issues or yeah. the economy or the – Right. It's all some sort of – I mean, we're in Texas, so we kind of got the best of it, like in, like in a lot of ways. Mm. But, like uh, – but well, you still, there's no way you can be not impacted by it. No, because you still have to buy grain. You still have to <laughs> yeah. buy these things. And, and grain prices, people don't know this. Like, grain prices have increased so much. And Absolutely, so, yeah. It's, it's so, they really skyrocketed. Yeah, this little $7, $6 pint of beer that you normally get, now all of a sudden, I mean, it sh- should be more. But, you know, a lot of places, like, want to keep it that we, price, and yeah, taprooms really, want to keep it that price. Yeah, we really try to go out of our way to not increase prices as much as we can, um, even though we are feeling the effects of it, you know. And, um, you know, so it's, uh, you know, it's funny because we're a neighborhood bar, but you, you, you realize, like, it's a geopolitical problem, and there's, you know, like, weather in the other side of the world, and, you know, in, in a war so in the other part of the world, you know, actually affects, like, the... the you know what goes you know, the price of the you know the the grain in your glass and you know um so it's a uh, it's it's it becomes a weird dynamic to, to think that like you're actually to realize you're part of a bigger like a bigger a, chain a bigger yeah. chain you know uh-huh. like when you just think like well i just have my little corner of midtown over here and i just you yeah. know my four walls you know what i mean no we are one buddy <laughs> we're all one they've been saying it for years we are one this glass was made in america no, the company was in America. The glasses are in China. Oh, <laughs> the mall was made in Ukraine. Ah, Why you gotta the bring hops a were made in New Zealand. <laughs> Where was the yeast made? California. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One out of five ain't bad. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, but I mean, me, I you know, I could be like, if there were no borders, then. And everybody could get along. That'd be one thing, right? I mean, that's the direction I wish the world would go. But unfortunately, people too that's many people died, and and too much money is involved. And what John, it is the so lifestyle you live. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so, so you guys have talked to a lot of brewery owners. Um, is there, is everyone else kind of ramping down distribution and ramping up tap room, or what's the uh, most, sentiment? Most most are mo- most are have rammed down. Uh, distribution yeah. just because just I mean, because like not by choice the demand you know, like, the yeah. demand is not there yeah. and well i think it's like yeah but it's it's not just it's like at bars we were just talking about it like you, you go in and they have 16 taps but they're only operating 10 of them mm-hmm. like and it's just when you see dead taps or you like go to saucer and sugarland 
like, 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 holy hell. I mean, it's just kind of like, it's like, this isn't, this is not what they, where they want to be. It's not where we want to be, you know? Like, taps are... And I feel like you see it as well, like, uh, you know, like going to H-E-B over the, over the holidays. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, there's a lot of beer in the cooler, you know, like, in the regions or whatever. But none of it seems, uh, you know, like, but it all seems like just, like, multiple beer. The same beer is taking up multiple, more space, you yeah. know, versus, you know, everybody having, you know, like a... Like, right. It, it just it seemed like a, like the quantity is there, but the, the like, the, that's, the that's variety a combination of there. things for that one, right? Yeah. Um, for one... Maybe this brand wasn't performing well, but this is so they're doubling up, like taking away SKU, like a brewery might be like, hey, we're not making this beer anymore, but we're going to double up this beer that's selling well and try to sell more of it here, you know, just right. stuff like that. Because shelf space in a grocery store is that, that's a commodity. I mean, that, that is what you strive to get more and more of. And I know what we're seeing is also this is one part we can talk like we're talking about the new tap rooms that are coming in. And like we're talking about, we were talking about Talyard. Like John had lunch with uh, the head chef over at Talyard, which is a new brewery coming in Sugarland. It's a ten million dollar facility. Oh, I saw that. And you know, but like, but if, but if you look at like, say, Bad Astronaut and Black Beige and Frost Town and and uh, and Paradigm and Tom Ball, like you have these like, they're kind of going this tap room first approach. Or like sure. a lot of ways, they want to distribute, and and they most certainly will. But like, if you have a good tap room, then and if you can make your bank there, then yeah, especially early on, you know, <laughs> while you set up your, you know, if you're gonna get break out of Houston and be in Austin, you know, San Antonio and in, in Dallas beyond or whatever, you know, like that, those tap room numbers definitely, you know, like a scratch that itch for for a good good little while, you know. Well, that in, you know, all the all these new breweries, they're like these are our core brands, and then three months later they're like. Ah uh, no, this is our new core brand. You know, it, you have to you have to see what the people want, right? You have an idea like we're gonna make these five beers, and put it out there. And I think what you guys were saying before about like just kind of being lucky to not have a system that's so large for distro because I having conversations with uh, a few of these breweries and with Backfish last night. Yeah, it was it was a lot of like you know this system is meant for distro, <laughs> and so if you're having problems with and distro is a. Uh, God, that's a hell of an animal. <laughs> like, like sales reps and teams, and like I mean, it's great like to open up a brewery and, with a twenty thirty barrel system. You're like, let's go. But well, if it doesn't quite go, you sell one beer here, you got to sell three out there. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what's nice about ten barrel is you know, like worst comes to worst, like, we can sell ten barrels of anything. You know, like it, it, easy enough. You know. Uh, yeah, um, so it's... Ooh. Yeah. yeah, we got a Bright in a canning machine. Whenever so a brewery gets in a Bright, it's a good day. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah. No, any any new shiny equipment you bring in, it's like, oh, guys, you see this? I mean, yeah. that, that's, that's what Instagram's made for, Yeah. by the way. <laughs> Insta- yeah. Instagram is about telling other people you'll be around for a minute. Yes. <laughs> it's like, check out this shiny object. <laughs> Come get some. Come get some. But no, it, it, it's, it's good. I mean, any, any type of growth that you've seen because um, there's been several uh, several breweries that we did talk to kind of back to what you were saying where they have grown over the last the last year last two years and not many but there are there are some that really have but it goes back to where are they growing and it's really growing out of tap room yeah well darnell just walked in with a valentine's uh, t-shirt and when i like when i think of kind of about tap rooms like he has no distro and like you know, he's kind of making it work. He's the, right. it's kind of the antithesis of you know a lot of, a lot of breweries. But. Well, 
Yeah, the second brewery in Pearland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But what's great about you guys, you got neighbors right here. You got, like your fan base can be like, get over here. No, you can throw a rock at their at their bedroom window and be like, Psh. they're like, oh yeah, it's time. That's yeah. that's my bedroom. That's your bedroom. <laughs> that literally is his bedroom. Oh, man. <laughs> he actually lives over there. Like, we're, like, that we're, is like we're having this show and incredible. like this guy's walking his dog and his yeah. dog almost took him right into the tap room. <laughs> that's actually it's pretty funny. So we we uh, we leave dog treats on the bar and so it. It frequently happens that the dogs know that they, if they walk inside, they will get a, a treat, you know, like, oh, a, like a, a milk bone or whatever. Yeah. So they will literally pull people inside. Train the dog, train actually, the owner. Yeah, oh. we actually get sales out of that. So oh, that, that is the way dogs work. That is so smart. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I see well, you writing I mean, that down. <laughs> Put your phone down. It, it, works for, it worked for McDonald's and Chick-fil-A putting playgrounds in for the kids. You know, I mean that, that's that's what a business saying, model that <laughs> has been proven to work well. So yeah, yeah. Let's let's bring the dogs in. That's an easy one. <laughs> yep, bring the dogs in. Leave the treats at the door and just ball it all the way in. Then. Yeah, they, they would, especially if you have traffic in the neighborhood walking around. We don't have a lot of people walking dogs around the silos, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a wild dogs running around the side. The wild dogs of Katie. <laughs> Yeah. All right, let's take another break. Let's get another beer. We are at Under the Radar, hanging out with Paul, Jaime, and Ryan. Uh, We'll be right back. Magnolia Brewery Company, the only medal winner from Houston at this year's Great American Beer Festival, is getting more of their Silver Medal Award-winning Heights Light Lager to more stores and bars around town. If you have not tried this beer, look for it and get some. You will be happy you did. Also from New Magnolia is the Beer of the Month, which happens to be a two-for-one. Come to the tap room and try the Lime Goza and Blackberry Goza. Easy and delicious 4.5% ABV. Something else really cool is New Magnolia brewed a recipe from the original Magnolia Brewery. Come out the week of Thanksgiving for the release of Richelieu revisited tap room is open seven days a week go ahead and book your holiday event at new magnolia for a great experience for everyone invited email info at newmagnoliabrewing.com for more info hey guys bobby harl from backview brewing here just dropping in to tell you about our new seasonal king's brow a german fest beer perfect for october fest season but still can handle this texas heat available through the end of september but while supplies last so don't sleep on it go out and grab you some cheers At True Anomaly Brewing, our greatest achievement lives in knowing that everything we've learned is yours to enjoy. While it may not be rocket science, we brew with the same detail and dedication learned while running mission operations for NASA. Taking risks is part of our DNA. We don't take them just to say we did, we take them because of the result. 
bold brews we're proud to share with fellow adventure seekers. True Anomaly Brewing, beer for the explorers. Hey Houston, this is Bryce with 11 Below Brewing. I'd like to invite you to come out and see us. We're located just outside the Beltway up by Willowbrook Mall. We're open Thursday and Friday night, Saturday and Sunday afternoon as well. And if you're lucky, you might even get a hug from Jeff while you're here. If you're looking for some great little fun beer to beat this Houston heat, Taco Tuesday is our jam. Got a little bit of lime and salt, super refreshing and crushes this summer heat. You can find it at your local grocery stores and liquor stores. Check us out on social media at Lembelow Brewing. Hey, it's James from Ingenious Brewing Company up in Humble, Texas. We are a small batch brewery open Wednesday through Monday with an air-conditioned tap room, hosting weekly trivia, monthly art markets, and many more family and pet-friendly events. Not in the mood for a delicious beer? Try one of our hard seltzers or a local cider or wine. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok for a daily update on our tap list and daily events. Can't make it to the tap room? Just look for us at your local HEB, Specs, or any fine craft beer retailer. Cheers. Josh Demon, DJ Muskratch, we're hanging out at under the Radar Brewery with uh, last segment of 2022. No, Tom, Tom wants to take a deep for a little bit, man. Get a little sentimental. Guys, uh, it's been a hell of a year. It, it's been, you know, we for I introduce, you know, everybody that's been on. If you haven't been listening, um, man, we are rolling this next year. 2023 is going to end up marking 10 years in February of Drink of Ages. So that's exciting. It's the longest running craft beer radio show in America. In the, in the universe. <laughs> well, probably. I, I'd imagine. Yeah. <laughs> in a universe that has decades. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we got a craft beer marketing award under our belt for um, for best craft beer related radio show, and uh, hopefully we'll be getting another one here this year. I, I mean, in my mind, we already won it. <laughs> you cannot win if you do not play. The <laughs> <laughs> way it goes, but yeah, man. Um, no, it was a really fun year, and, and like, looking forward, man. I, I don't know. Next year is going to be 2023. Is going to be a whole lot of fun. Uh, we have we have some really fun ideas for the show. A lot of traveling. If if you don't know me and Tom, then uh, we we like to get out and about. So oh, yeah, we know we're we're gonna we're gonna start doing some. Uh, I mean, not not that there's isn't enough interest and stuff around the Houston area, you know, for for the breweries and everything else like that. But it's like, man, let let's really take the show on the road. I think there'll be a lot month. more Texas shows. On, yeah, on, Texas on, breweries. Texas breweries on the shows yeah, next year. So it's going to be uh, be a lot of fun. But tonight, tonight, under the nice warmth of the heater behind me, <laughs> under the radar. No. We'll all be so lucky, John. I thought you just changed the name of the brewery. <laughs> under the heater. Under the warm heater behind me. Uh, Beer. That's a, uh, that's, a, that's a great logo. Only very- for like two weeks out of the year, you yeah, change yeah. the name under the heater. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I like under the heater. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Logo variant on a t-shirt. Sure. Just, just flip the satellite around, <laughs> and now all of a sudden you're under the heater. Just a nice tanning bed kind yeah. of scenario. You know. Ryan Morton, Jaime Hernandez, and Paul Smyers hanging out. 
So, uh, yeah, I, I, I like the idea. Yeah, I think it's fun. I mean, you've been on a show enough times, Paul, to know that I normally get names and, and things wrong by the end, end of the end of the show. So yeah, you're three and zero right now, so we're doing, we're doing good. Uh, I'm a professional. It's almost been ten years. Yeah. <laughs> hey, come on, unflappable. Ah, let me let me screw this up. Let's screw this up. Let's do last names. Oh my <laughs> so now I went for the hazy. Uh, this time around, the lemongrass was last segment in lemongrass IPA. Really good. Uh, lemongrass is one of those weird ones to uh, I think works very well for IPAs and so, a couple other beers, but. You know, depending on the hops you put in, if you if you light hop it and you keep the lemongrass, like let that be the feature for a good six percent, seven percent beer, I think it kills it, man. And that one was really, really, it was it was good. Cool, thank you. Yeah, your lemongrass is a hard one because it's um, yeah, like, again, like like you said, it's very delicate. Uh, lemongrass can easily become Fruit Loops if you yeah. if you overdo it. Um, uh, so yeah, it's it's it just it's happened before, right? It, it, I've I've gone I've gone uh, <laughs> I've gotten crazy with the like uh, the yeah. um, uh, boiling down the lemongrass and and uh, before I add it in and yeah it's it's uh, yeah, yeah it, it becomes overriding but um, um, yeah but if you get it right it's nice especially for an IPA you know where you have nice citrus and kind of grassy notes and the lemongrass like that that extra sweetness you know kind of a um, uh, and kind of uh, cereal fruit, you know, kind of uh, it kind of comes through, and it's, it's a nice compliment. What are you drinking, Tom? Well, so uh, I started out with the hazy, and then I went to the stout. But now I'm on this uh, dirty blonde, and it's fantastic. That's what I, I, I will say this. A little honesty here. For the first few years, I've been on the radar, man, like the beers, you know, I came over here, drank them, I'm like, yeah, sit around and drink beers, you know. But as the the way that, I mean, they, they weren't as good as other beers. And so to as, as more breweries start popping up and, and this stuff around town, it's like, man, you really need to step up your game if you want to compete with some of these breweries and be a presence here. Yeah, I feel the same way because I was bar managing and, you know, Herb, Ned, and Mike did approach me with these, these beers, but, you know, I wasn't that impressed at first. But, yeah, the beer quality just went way up. Paul's, Paul's the man over here. Yeah. It, we spent a lot of time in 2020, and so this is, you know, as bad as COVID was in 2020, it, it, it got us some breathing room. Uh, I, I never intended to be a brewer here. I was going to be a manager here um we lost a brewer and i was hiring i was looking i was actively interviewing to find a new brewer uh, at the big right right as covid was was hitting and tap rooms were shutting down and stuff like that and uh um so it kind of became like well i either do it or, or nobody else does and i knew enough about the system to um to, to to brew a batch of beer but i really spent all of 2020 learning or not learning how to brew beer um but like like refining like what's our quality control like if i'm going to be doing it what what is consistent what's our base what's a, you know like how do we make this beer repeatable and how do we how do we improve what we've been working with so far and so you know i respect i think we had good beer before um but i think we we spent a lot of time just saying it um like you know but making it trying to make it 
better and in making it repeatable um which is something that before we had you know, those just you know like when you're a new brewery you'd be like especially with new partners and, and stuff like that like you like there's there's a lot of chefs in the kitchen and so it actually gets easier when it's one person and not that i'm you know a, a, a great brewer or anything like that but you are uh, <laughs> thank you <Amy>. um <laughs> but just having one person there and, and making sure that it's like that they're like that you're doing one thing and trying to do it as well as you can uh does make a, a difference and so like coming out of 2020 we had that that was one thing that we, we walked out of with i think stronger is that we had a better understanding of the beers that we make and how to make them right um and i that and you know that they hopefully it shows no it definitely does the i mean when i came here for the wing contest and whenever i was chugging the beers you know i was like again you know the beers weren't bad but they definitely was a lot of room for improvement and i don't know the last time i came here i don't know it it probably was before covid honestly yeah it was like a year before covid yeah, yeah. so so i was like yeah whatever how come you eat chicken wings and drink some beers and as i was chugging the beers i'm like that's really good then i went to the next one i'm like holy crap this one's really good too third one i'm like Ah, this is great! First, and for so much about this wing contest, are you guys doing this again? <laughs> <laughs> we are, we are now apparently. <laughs> we'll, we'll do it again. I'll get another chicken trophy or trophy, whatever yeah, you call yeah, it. Yeah. I'm gonna win that one. Well, I probably won't because if you saw the way that this, back. not even gonna talk about it, man. He is gonna come back. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, he's gonna defend his belt. Yeah, just uh, never, I'm about to say something that shouldn't be on ESPN. <laughs> so, that's what DJ Muskrat is for. Yep. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, the, the beers the beers that you guys are putting out right now are the best beers I've ever tasted out here, by far. And they're all really, really, really good. Thanks. Isn't that the way it should be with any brewery, though? Shouldn't, shouldn't the beers only be getting better every year, right here? Like, no one wants to be like, uh, it wasn't like it was eight years ago. Like, what the? F- <laughs> well, I mean, it's kind of like the whole strategy of a lot of breweries where you know, talk to them. They're like, we like to make the beers that we like to drink. And so they they would make beers that they they thought were good. And then they didn't sell very well. Then all of a sudden now it's like, we like to make the beers that people like to drink. Yes. <laughs> and so everyone eventually ends up there. You start out with like, hey, I'm going to make a Roush IPA. Uh, that's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, it's just kind of like, no, no. If you, if you want to <laughs> stay in business, that's what the, the route is. You know, I mean, I, I, like, I, I think it's it's admirable when you have a, like, like this is the style of beer that I want to make. I, like, you know, I only make Belgians or I only make, you know, whatever else. And, like, if you're Jester King, you can you can do that. Great, do it. Like like follow, yeah. like like stick to your guns. You know like uh, you know have have all have all that integrity. That's but, awesome. But, but but really, I mean like you know if you're staying open, like, you know you have to like you can hold on to what you're passionate about. But you do have to appeal to people that are just coming in. You know. No no, no. beer has to be it has to be good, but also has to be easy. Well, <laughs> which which kind of sucks. For any new brewery trying to open up, or anybody you know like that, because you want to stand out. You can't, yeah, you want to stand out and build a presence of, of something, but you can't come out with Jester King beers. You can't come out with uh, what's well, a bad way to look at even it, like right? even half a True Anomaly beers at this point, right? You can't yeah, even well, True Anomaly. They started off thinking they were just going to make sours completely, yeah. right? Yeah. The 
But it's a bad way to look. I mean, you don't you can't be a brewer looking to like I'm gonna make my mark at GABF or the World Beer Cup or yada yada yada. You need to be a uh, uh, you, you know uh, you know a good better. place to drink beer that has good beer. Tom, you know you and know it's better than metals. Profit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm there. <laughs> so that, that has so much more. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's cool to put that on the wall, but if you put like like. I don't know. Brewery should put like a, a graph on the wall. It's like this beer we grew this much. That that would be that. That's a metal in its own. The I mean yeah, but like just being a, a, a be a good place to have a beer with good beer, good standard. Just go by that. Well, this, everything else right. makes sense. This is a good place. You have a lot of outdoor space, a lot of seats. Like right now, heaters. There's a lot of dogs that like this place, and like dogs are a good judge of character. Dogs really are. <laughs> that, that's, that's a story, and we're sticking to it. <laughs> yeah, they are. But we are under the radar. <laughs> under the radar. Uh, but no, look them up if you've never been here, and come come by and check them out, man. Yeah, it's, it's 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 a it's a really badass spot. You got tacos being made over here. Wait a second, hold on. Is that true, Darnell? Is this Third Ward's only brewery? Guys, I think. What, what would be the other got, one? You got an opportunity for. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. 8th Wonder would be the closest one, but... You guys got an opportunity for a t-shirt right there. (laughs) (laughs) Oof. No. 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 Not same. No. Not same. (laughs) That just got edited out of this whole show, John. (laughs) It's all canceled. (sighs) This is what DJ Muskratch does. He also edits out and cleans things up. That's why I have Muskratch. But um, appreciate you guys having us out, man. It's been a whole lot of fun. Uh, the brewery is fantastic. The beer is beer is really, really, really good. And so if you're you come to Houston, or if you are in Houston, and even if you come back here before, you need to stop back by and try the beers again. Yeah, where are you guys hours? You guys open what seven days a week or seven days a week? Yeah, we're uh, uh, three to nine uh, Monday through Wednesday. Uh, 3 to 10 on Thursdays, uh, 12 to 10 on f- Friday, Saturday. It's on Google. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're Google hours, uh, and then 12 to 9 on, on Sunday as well. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Barring uh, uh, holiday, you know, and our whatever, hours. Yeah. And whatever weird things. I mean, we're about to get through a little stretch of <clears throat> not a lot of holidays. Only a couple. So. Yeah, we'll be back to normal soon. Uh, no, the place is amazing. The beer's good. So, ah, Darnell, Cowboys game. Here. That's right. <laughs> Darnell and I think are the only Cowboys fans in uh, in, in Houston. <laughs> I quit. Oh. You were fired anyway. <laughs> Darnell, you just gave DJ my stretch more stuff to edit out. <laughs> Cowboys, wah wah wah. <clears throat> No, appreciate you guys, man. It's been a whole lot of fun. And, man, like I said, if you've never been out here, you need to come check them out. If you've been out here before, come back by, check them out. Because, man, like I said, beer is really good. And if you don't like them, let me know. But I promise you, they're pretty, pretty tasty. Yeah. And uh, uh, from all of us at Drink of Ages, just want to wish everyone, uh, you guys already had a great Christmas. Oh, you guys man. are having a great New Year. Happy New Year. And uh, we'll see everyone on the other side uh, and uh, expect uh, new things as we approach our our 10-year birthday. 10 years, 2023, 20, 20, 10 yeah. years. I don't know. I got, At least Navi died. Yeah, somebody's come up 
You, you need to come up. Tom, Tom's the best at coming up with like late night sayings. Oof. So. 2023. I need, I, need, I need a few more under the radar beers for that. <laughs> and, and we'll have them. All so. right. <laughs> this is Drink of Ages. Talk to you next week.